Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Nach Daily, covering the entire Tanakh one parak at a time. I'm Rabbi Shai Sussman. Today we'll be discussing Tehillim chapter 90. This one has 17 psukim in it. This is also the first chapter in the fourth book of Tehillim. The next 11 prokim are all attributed to Moshe Rabbeinu. These 11 chapters were passed down orally from generation to generation until David wrote them and compiled them in Sefer Tehillim. Interestingly, the Radak notes David actually found these in a manuscript attributed to Moshe. Then he incorporated them into Tehillim. The Medrash Socher Tov explains these 11 chapters were all composed prophetically by Moshe Rabbeinu. So then why weren't they included in the Torah? Because these are the words of Moshe himself, and we don't interrupt the words of Torah for the words of the prophet. Meaning to say the Torah holds a distinct category because it's direct word of God. Tehillim is considered a lower level and was only written with Ruach HaKodesh divine inspiration. Moshe had said this prayer on his own account, and therefore it's not written in the Torah itself. Okay, moving on now to the Perak summary. This chapter has several themes. It was said by Moshe about Gullus. It speaks about man's frailty and the shortness of our days. Mostly we waste our time and fail to recognize the purpose of our lives. It was very sobering for me to learn this Perak. Like the blink of an eye, it's over. You get a sense about how futile most of the things we chase after are. Most of what we want in life has little value in the grand scheme of things. You also get a sense of how valuable time is. It's our most precious commodity. The Peric starts by relating the temporary nature of this world. God's existence predates creation, but yet it's Hashem who causes us to suffer, turns us away, and at the same time wants us back to do tshuva. A thousand years are like one day in your eyes. The world is like a dream, and poof, it's gone. The average person lives 70 to 80 years, but yet your anger burns the days past. In verse 13, until the end of the prayer, it switches gears. Moshe asks Hashem, how much longer? The prayer then asks Hashem to show us his loving kindness, for him to end this game of hide and seek, for his light to be upon us, and the work of our hands to no longer be futile, to let the work of our hands be established forever and ever. Okay, now for the highlight passage. In verse 3 and 4 it says, you reduce man to a pulp, and you say, Repent, sons of man, for even a thousand years in your eyes are like yesterday that has passed, like the watch of the night. The Mephoshim explained the simple meaning over here is, Hashem causes a person to suffer in order to teach him to do tshuva and draw him close again. Rav Nassim explains the purpose why Moshe wrote this prayer was to give encouragement by teaching a person, even if you're meduka with sins, completely entrenched and covered with averus, you can come close to Hashem. No matter what you have done in your life, even the worst deeds can be turned around. You can do tshuva. The way by doing this is by going lomalam and hazman above and beyond time. Because truth be told, as this parable relates the worthlessness of time, it means to say, even if you feel like you've messed up, time is nothing. You can start over again. That's why it says, even a thousand years are considered like nothing. So you can always start over again. Because as if the past never happened, when you go with this attitude of not being limited by time, it's as if you're Lamailam and Hazman beyond time, which is the key to doing chuvo when you feel that you're Meduka entrenched with sin.
Let us merit to go way, way beyond time by not carrying the weight of the past and future on our minds. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.